Hey guys, it's your girl Erica Nicole and welcome to episode 29. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you choose to be plugging in to the podcast. I just want to say hey and let you know that I am grateful that you are here. I am sorry I did not drop an episode last week, which is so crazy. I just could not get my mind on it. So many things going on. So your girl had to unplug and pause. And I actually probably could have um, did a repeat or a rerun one, but I just, it didn't feel like what I needed to do. I actually have three in edit, but they weren't ready to drop either. So I just paused, but guess what? I'm back. Yes, I am here. And today is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be quick and easy, but I was reading a book last night um, as I was sitting in Claremore, Oklahoma, because that's where I'm recording this from. I'm on location doing some training and I was reading a book and the book was telling a story that I had heard time and time again. And it just resonated with me in this present moment. So I thought, you know what? I need to talk about this story. I need to expound on it. So when I was married, my ex would always repeat a statement that his mother always told him. And it was whatever dog you feed the most is the dog that's going to show up for the fight. So in the book that I'm reading, she tells the same story. She used different verbiage, but she tells the same story. And so over the years, I've heard this and I've heard this and I've heard this. And in this new season of my life of being um, single and an empty nester and knocking on 50 guys, whoo, I can see 50 so close. It is ridiculous right over the horizon. But anyway, I digress. I think about this statement, right? I'm thinking about this statement in this season I'm in. Whatever dog I feed the most is the dog that's going to show up to the fight. And the reason this came to my mind is someone asked me, like, you don't look like you're going through the things that you say you're going through. Why do you always look like you have it together? Which I think is so funny because I do not. Um, how is it that you can be going through the things that you're going through, but still showing up, dropping a podcast, releasing a book, coaching your clients, um, active in your network marketing business, out on the highways, training people? How is it that you can do this? And it goes back to that statement, whichever dog I feed the most is the dog that's going to show up to the fight. So what do I mean? Faith over fear. Which dog am I feeding the most? Well, in most cases, of course, it's my faith dog. Now, don't get it twisted, guys. I am not perfect in this area. Some days my faith is less than, size, less than the size of a mustard seed. Some days I just can't get it right. But for the most part, my mustard seed faith is active in every aspect of my life. And I love that, that that's all God asks for. He doesn't ask for abundance of faith. He doesn't ask for big boulders of faith. No, he simply asks for mustard seed faith. And for the most part, any and every one of us can come up with mustard seed faith. So if you don't know what the, the size of a mustard seed, you should actually Google it because it's very, very, very small. A mustard seed is almost minute. You can almost not see it from the naked eye. I mean, it's that small. It's very, very small. But in Matthew 17 and 21, 
That's all God talks about. And I'm going to read it really quick out of the NIV. He replied, because you have so little faith, truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Y'all, that's the word of God. That is the word of God. And one thing I love about the word of God is his word says that his word will not return unto him void. So if he says that I can have mustard seed faith and with that mustard seed faith, I can speak to the mountain and the mountain will move from here to there. So, yeah. So let's go back. Isaiah 55 and 11. So shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. And it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. That's Isaiah 55, 11, King James Version. I need you to understand like the Bible is full of prophecy. It is full of declaration. It is full of um, direction. It is full of guidance. It is a, a story. That has to be read, but not only read, it has to be applied to our lives. So as I'm thinking about the dog that I feed the most, as I'm thinking about my relationship with fear and faith, I wanted to pop on and talk to you guys about it. All right, so let's get into the story. The first thing um, that comes to mind when I think about feeding a dog um, I've only had one dog in my life, actually two, but the first one I didn't have for a long time. So I don't really have, um, this to, um, go with when it comes to the situation to the dog, but I've watched enough shows about dogs where when people are training dogs to be vicious animals, they treat them a certain kind of way, right? So your faith is something that you want to grow and your fear is something that we want to weaken. Everybody, I'm sure you agree with that, right? Everybody's shaking their head yes and no. I'm over shaking my head because I want my faith to be big and bold and to, full of tenacity. I want it to just be huge. So I'm going to nurture it and I'm going to feed it so that it can grow and grow and grow. So I know you're thinking, well, Erica, how do you feed your faith? Um, and I'm sure everybody's listening to this because most of my audience are faith led individuals. We all have a measure of faith. This is the thing. You may have a huge measure of faith in one area and not so big measure of faith in a, uh, another area. When I was believing God for healing of Hashimoto's hyperthyroidism, my faith was pretty significant. My faith was so huge. I am now off the medicine. Now, I don't know if I would have the same amount of faith when it came to another diagnosis. I don't know. I just know what I was able to do, me and God and the kingdom of God that surrounds me when it comes to this. So when it comes to whatever it is I'm going through in life, one, I feed my faith with scripture. Right. I feed my faith with scripture and don't get it twisted. I am not a Bible thumper. I do not know where every verse is in the Bible. I do not know, like, I just can't regurgitate scripture at all. But Google is my friend. And I will research something and I will Google something until I find what I need. 
So when it comes to faith and scripture, I search it out and I find the scripture that I need. Isaiah 55, what I just read to you about God's word, not returning to him void is always in it because I love my relationship with God. I love to remind him, "Uh uh-uh, God, this is what you said. (laughs) Yeah, God, this is what you said. This ain't what I said. This is what you said. And don't get it twisted. Come on. God does not mind us reminding him. He says in his word, when he talks about the tithe, to prove him, try him, right? So let's go back to his word. I also love the scripture um, that says, believe the prophet, because of course I go to a fivefold ministry church and prophecy is amongst us all the time. And so when my apostle prophesies to me, I trust him with my spiritual growth. I trust him with my spiritual life. So it ain't nothing for me to go back and be like, "Uh, uh-uh, God, you said, believe the prophet. You said, believe the prophet. And this is what the prophet said. And if you don't know about that scripture, it's in second Chronicles 20 and 20. I will pull that scripture out of a hat in a minute because my, my uh, pastor, my apostle, he operates in that role of prophecy, right? And I trust him with his word. Um, over the years that I've been there, he's prophesied about contracts. Um, I had a prophecy about a book and how to write the book. Um, I had a prophecy, several prophecies about my healing and my health. And praise be to God, my health is getting a lot better. But I had to water the word. I had to feed that dog, my faith dog. So in my healing, when I did not feel good, I would go back to the prophecy. God, you said through the prophet that I would be healed of this. God, you said in your word that by my stripes, by your stripes, I am healed. God, you said in your word that you're the God that heals all diseases, right? I would go back to the word and then my actions would line up with the word. So I would get up and I would move in that faith. Um, In the past, when I didn't feel well, I would stay at home. I wouldn't go to church. I would just succumb to the illness. But now, no matter what, I'm going to church, whether I'm late, whether I'm looking kind of shabby, right? Not my face, not beat, not dressed to the eyes, whatever it is. I pursue that word. Um, I pursue my healing like the lady with the issue of blood. If I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know the church house. The building that I go to is saturated in the Holy Spirit, not saying he's not anywhere else, but I know if I can get there, the healing can come. If I can get there, I will feel better. Right. Excuse me. I remember one Sunday going to church and I had a blinding uh, cluster headache, which is a form of a migraine, if you will, kind of sort of. And I had to wait on the blurriness of my vision to pass. But once it passed, your girl got herself in that car and I got to church. And when I got to church, I just sat there. And because of the relationship of, with my apostle and the Holy Spirit and our relationship, he immediately picked me up in the spirit and he had my co-pastor, his wife, lay hands on me. And she just happened to be sitting behind me. And I got the anointing oil and I laid oil and we just in the spirit we are, we just went to war. And that headache was gone. It was lifted. So whatever dog you feed the most, what dog are you feeding? So I just gave you one example of how I feed um, my faith dog. I feed my faith dog in word. I also feed my faith dog in deed. I keep moving. 
right? So when it comes to my businesses, when it comes to um, what I've been leaving God for in my entrepreneurial journey, I keep showing up. I am an impact speaker. I know my words are, have power and they stir up the gifts inside of people. And so when I don't feel like it, when I don't feel strong, guess what I do? I push live on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. I push live on Anchor to record a podcast. I push, excuse me, the record button and I let the word of God go forth because there's a scripture that tells that tells us. God says, if you open your mouth, I will give you what to say. Psalms 81 and 10. I'm giving y'all a lot of scripture today. I normally don't be so scripture heavy, but that's just how it's coming today. Um, Psalms 81 and 10 says, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you up out of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. We have to go to God with the earnest expectation that he will give us what we need in that time, in that season. Right. Open up your mouth. You remember when he told Moses to speak and Moses told him, but I can't speak. I got this. I got that. I got all these issues. Mm -mm. That's what me and God went through. And when God called me to speak, he said it like I know what people said about you. I know people told you to sit down and shut up. I know people told you you talk too much. I know what people said about you. I know people say you too loud. I know this, but I still called you to speak. Case in point, that's why my name is Erica Speaks Life all over social media streets, because that's what I'm called to do, to speak life. If you hang around around me long enough, you will definitely not trying to be R. Kelly or, you know, I know how some of y'all feel about R. Kelly. Anyway, he's a child of God. I just have to pray and keep it pushing. I don't agree, but I pray and keep it pushing because he deserves nothing else but that. But anywho, if you stay around me long enough, you will believe that you can fly. You will believe that you can do it because you can. Why? Because God says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens him. It's just that plain and simple. So when it comes to feeding that word, I go into action. That's how I feed the faith dog. I feed my faith dog with action. Why? Because the word of God says faith without works is dead. So I get moving. If either I pull out my journal or I pull out my Mac and I start writing Or if I don't feel like actually writing or typing, I will pull out my voice memo and I start speaking or I go live. Right. Or another thing that I do is when I'm feeling kind of about my call and about my ministry and about my work, I will do a drive by on one of my coaching clients, on one of my business partners in the network marketing business. I'll just pop up, send out a text message. Hey, how are you going? How are you reaching your goals? What can I do to help you? Right. I serve. I serve. That's how I feed my faith dog. I serve in the capacity that I am called to move in. That is another way that I feed my faith dog. And when I serve, when I'm giving unto others, it takes the, um, it takes the, what am I trying to say, guys? It takes the, um, it, it takes it off of me, my focus. Yes, there it is. It takes my focus off of me and where I am in that situation. So that's another way that I feed my faith dog. And if you notice, I have yet to feed my fear dog, right? Because we don't want to feed our fear dog. We really want that dog to weaken and die. 
That's what we want. We want to snuff out the fear dog. So we want to keep feeding the faith dog. Another way I feed my faith dog is in the information I take in, whether it's a YouTube video, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a book, um, just random information, Facebook posts. I only um, follow, I follow a lot of inspiration on Facebook and Instagram and even Twitter, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the junk sometimes too, but I have to make sure that my daily diet is of positive information of high vibes. So that's what I feed myself daily, whether I'm, um, if I'm on the highway, like I just finished power of 22 by my girl, Kendall S Turner. Um, very um, intuitive piece of work. Very intuitive. You should check it out. Um, I read a lot of um, just positive affirmations, positive um, information, mind workbooks. That's what I feed myself so that I'm not focused on the fear. I'm not focused on the weakness. I'm focused on the strength because you want to be honest. That's where the enemy's focus. The enemy is focused on your strength. So wherever he's attacking you, understand he's attacking you in your sweet spot. He's attacking you in your greatness. And I'm going to tell you how I know that to be true, because he attacks me in my movement when it comes to showing up and speaking. So when I am at my weakest, when I am letting fear win, that's when I'm not showing up. That's when I'm not clicking live. That's when I'm not showing up on a podcast. Case in point, last week I couldn't get my mind together. That's when I'm not showing up because that's where the enemy attacks because he knows that's your gifting. He knows that's your purpose. And if he can shut that down, he wins. Remember, he comes to kill, steal and destroy. Right. He is on assignment and he is doing his job and he's very good at his job. But we can't focus on him because we know greater is he that is in us than he that is in the word. And we need to focus on the word of God. We need to focus on what God said. And what God said is he came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. And that's what we need to do. We need to feed the faith dog into a place of abundance. Right. So another way I feed that dog is um, I surround myself with like minded people. I surround myself with people of faith. I surround myself with encouraging people. I surround myself with people that inspire me and motivate me. The people that are moving in positive vibe, people that are doing something at that present moment when I'm battling, I cannot listen to negativity. I cannot listen to coulda, woulda, shoulda, but didn't. I cannot listen to someone throwing shade and spewing toxicity into my ear and into the world. I have to shut it down. And sometimes that looks like ignoring phone calls. Sometimes that looks like pulling away from friends and family. Sometimes it looks like getting off social media. Come on. Sometimes it looks like not watching the news because uh, it ain't nothing good on the news. Sometimes it looks like not watching my guilty pleasure, which is of the reality TV shows. I'm just telling you the truth. I have to shut it down. I have to shut it down so I can feed that faith dog. So I don't know if this is encouraging to anybody else. I hope this really resonated with you as I'm speaking about feeding Which dog you feed the most is the dog that's going to show up to the fight. So I just wanted to drop this really quick um, and encourage you to feed your faith daily. Feed your faith daily. Water the seed of faith. Feed that faith dog. So when a situation arises and you need that dog to show up to the fight, 
that dog is vicious on the attack to get you over the situation or obstacle that lies ahead of you. I love this conversation we're having today because, you know, you can feed your faith dog in so many ways. A lot of times I remember when I first started into my entrepreneurial journey and I was at a master um, mine with a lot of young ladies here in the Oklahoma City area. And one thing we did was like a work retreat. And um, because of my schedule, I didn't get to go to them often, but I remember the purpose of the work retreat. And that purpose is to steal away. You know, to steal away and focus on the business at hand, to isolate yourself from the world and all that's going on and really focus on what's ahead of you. And that is another way that you can truly feed your faith dog is locking away and focusing, focusing on what's in front of you. Another way to feed your faith dog is to review. Um, If you read anything on mindfulness and anything on positive affirmations, Um, anything on the law of attraction, even the word of God. So don't get it twisted, guys. I don't want y'all to think, you know, the word of God is not in there. The word of God is the, the staple. It's the foundation to all of this. And what the word of God says is to focus, um, to meditate on his word day and night. Right. It also says in Habakkuk 2 and 2 to write the vision and make it plain. So he that reads it will run because the vision is for an appointed time. And that scripture goes two ways. Whomever reads the vision should run. It should spiral you into motion, whether it's you or the next man. Right. When you have a vision board, the vision board helps you tunnel the vision. It puts the vision in front of you in live and living colors Um, in the power of 22. And I can't remember the name of the book that Kendall called it, but she created a box. And her box had something on it. I'm going to create a box too, but my box is going to be called it it, across the top of the box. It's going to say it is so it is. So is what that box is going to say. But in the vision board, right in writing the vision in creating the vision box, you have those things that you're believing for. You have your goals. You have the vision, whatever it is, whether it's a car, whether it's a house, whether it's a Louis Vuitton bag, whether it's a pair of red bottoms, whether it's becoming a millionaire. You have a picture of the mansion you want, whether you want land and you got a picture of acres and acres of land, whatever it is, it is before you. And the purpose of that is to keep you targeted. Think about a racehorse. When a racehorse is running, right? It has blinders on. Those blinders prevent the racehorse from looking to the right or the left. It keeps it tunneled. So how do you feed your faith dog? You stay tunneled. You stay focused on the vision. So what I mean by that is if you read any books like from Napoleon Hill, um, Napoleon Hill's one of his greatest books is um, Think and Grow Rich. It's one of his famous books. And then the other one that I absolutely love is called Outwitting the Devil. And it talks about and think and grow rich. It talks about writing your goals and reading your goals often three, four or five times a day, however much it's needed. Think of that as medicine. Right. So when you're sick and the doctor prescribes you an antibiotic, he will say, take this antibiotic three times a day. 
every day until healed, you know, whether that's seven days, 14 days, whatever. So it's the same thing with you meditating, with you reviewing, with you reading your goals every day, with you reading affirmations every day, with you reading positive um, scripture every day. You're meditating on that every day so you can get it from your conscious to your subconscious mind. So you can get it down deep. And now it's at the foundation that you're building on. So this is another way to feed your faith dog is to feed it by reviewing the goals, the vision, the affirmations, the scripture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Right. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I am the head and not the tail. I am destined for greatness. I am worthy of love, whatever you're saying. But this is the thing you got to meditate on that. All of these things I'm telling you, you have to do. You have to do it with the right mindset. Whether you are isolating yourself, when you go to a hotel or book an Airbnb to have that retreat, you can't retreat with a negative mindset. You can't go in there and say, oh, I'm going in here and nothing's going to change. No, ma'am, you cannot. When you are listening to the podcast, you can't listen to the podcast, read the book, listen to the book with a negative mindset. Yeah, 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 author, I hear you, but this ain't going to work for me. Mm -mm. You can't even surround yourself with with positive people with a negative mindset because you are going to propel all good that's coming your way. And your energy is going to shift the stupid room. They don't even want you in the room. So I hope you're understanding what I'm saying because your mindset has to be appropriate in this situation so your faith dog can get the food that it needs so it can be big and bad when it's time to show up to the fight. All right, guys, these are just a few things I wanted to drop on you today about feeding your faith dog, because the dog you feed the most is the dog that's going to show up to the fight. So at the end of the day, we're going to starve fear. We're not going to hydrate it. We're not going to give it no food. And we're going to watch the fear dwindle away because all of our attention is going to be where on our faith dog. All right, guys, so thank you for popping in and checking out episode 29. It's your girl, Erica Nicole. And guys, I just want to stop and say thank you. Just thank you for rocking with me. Even when I go MIA, you come back. And I'm so appreciative of that. Thank you for plugging in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for leaving your review. If you have not left the review, please go over to Apple Music. Please go over to Spotify and leave a review. Guys, I need you. I cannot even do this thing without you. I need you to plug in. I need you to let me know that what I am doing is resonating with you. Um, I have prayed. I have fasted about this podcast and God has given his word. And I know his word is not going to return to him void. I know he called me to speak. I know my words have impact, but I got to make sure that I am giving. I am hearing and moving accordingly. So I just want to say thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your downloads. Thank you for your shares. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And after you watch this, do me listen to this. Watch this. Listen to this podcast. Do me a solid. Go over to Wake, Pray, Shine with Erica Nicole. Right. Wake, Pray, Shine with Erica Nicole on Instagram or on Facebook and drop a yellow heart under the post from today. Letting you know this is live. 
please, please, please. That's how I know. And you, we know that we're on the same page. So when you do that, I know you're rocking with your girl and it means a lot to me. So yellow hearts are what I'm asking for. Go drop a yellow heart down on the the post that is going to post today when this goes, um, will post when this goes live. So when you hear it today, or it will post when this goes live, no matter when you hear it. And don't forget to share because somebody needs to feed their faith dog. Somebody needs their faith dog to show up on the scene. Um, so I'm just in gratitude and I want to say thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for, um, hanging out with me this evening. Um, I'm just super excited this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you're watching this, I'm excited. I'm excited for this word because this word just reminded me more and more of what I need to be doing. That's the thing. When I get on here and record, it's not just about you. It's about me too. I have to be a little selfish sometimes and I speak on things that I need to hear. Right. Remember I said, when I'm feeding my faith dog, I push lot, I push record. And I speak on things that I need to hear so that can be elevated in my life as well. So I love you guys. I'm praying for you. If there's anything I can do for you, you can always email me at Erica Nicole at EricaSpeaksLife.com. Remember, that's Erica with a K, no C. You can also DM me on any of my social media sites. I still personally handle all my social media, so I will respond. And if it's a prayer need, I am there for you. If it's a coaching need, I am there for you. If you're interested in being on the podcast, hit me up as well. Uh, If you want me to, um, if you have a book, please know it works better if I read the book ahead of time. So um, if you want to send me a copy or a link or however you want to do it, um, make a suggestion. If it's in the promotional budget, I will purchase the book. Um, and read it before I interview you. So that way we can have an informed conversation. But guys, I love you. Thank you for rocking with your girl. Have an amazing, amazing day, an amazing week. And until the next time, remember, God's command is that we let our light so shine before men so they will see our goodness and give glory to God. It's Erica Nicole and I'm out. I love you guys.